Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside. Final hour tonight of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. <laughs> Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Take that for data. Well, we'll get to our big Baseball story in a couple of minutes. One team linked with the three top guys on the market, and a couple of experts expect them to get at least two of them. But this game has just gone final. Uh, I know we wanted more of this after the playoffs last year. I would love to see more of these games this year. The Kings have just beat the Warriors 124-123. Malik Monk with a jumper to put the Sacramento Kings ahead. And Steph Curry missed a 35-footer at the buzzer. That would have won the game for the Warriors. And so the Kings win it 124-123. This sends the Warriors now to an 8-9 and mark. And just for a couple minutes about Golden State. Uh, number one, I, I know people are going to blow past my, my point that I always make. Hey, it's hard to get the ball to Steph Curry at the end of games because he can't get his own shot off. What did he get? A 36-foot three-pointer. Okay, that's what you're going to well, get from I mean, Steph Curry. Look, it was in, the in final his range. Game, right? Yeah, true. I'm not saying he couldn't make but really, 35-footer, <laughs> that, 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 that's what he can get, right? It's not my fault that he's too small to get his own shot off the end of games. It's why he's not as effective as some of the other big superstars in the game. Yes, what he's done, his shot-making ability has turned the NBA on its ear for the past decade, but he's never been able to get his own shot off at the end of games because he's too small. He can't dribble through double teams. He can't do it so this is what you settle for this is what you get right this is why the warriors knew we got to keep going to get guys that can take shots at the end of games 
The Warriors are now 8-9, and nine, and it surprised me that this is where they are because – Early in the season, they seem to figure things out, right? With Chris Paul coming off the bench and, and, and leading the second unit, this is about where he's at. Now, Chris Paul only played five minutes tonight, right. so we have to wait and see what the deal is with him. Uh, but this is where I thought, okay, they really have it going on right now because Chris Paul can play 20, 25 minutes a night off the bench, the perfect place for him, and that way the Warriors finally have a second unit, much like they had in their heyday when they were winning championships, right, when they were the dynasty. Because that's the thing is, you know, Steph and Clay and Draymond got all the attention, and then when, when Kevin Durant... Got there, but when they had a great second unit, they would go to the bench. These guys would go to the bench with a 13 point lead, and they would come back, and the lead would be 16. And it's boy, you couldn't really. Not only did you not cut the lead, but you wound up you wound up losing. You know, the the Warriors got three more points, and as a result, the Warriors didn't have to play their star players more than 30, 33 minutes a night. Now things are a little bit different, and things are a little bit more different for Golden State. And to see where they where they sit now is. You have to stare at the starting lineup and you go, wow, they're really missing something. Because Clay Thompson is someone who is just slowly deteriorating. He's not a guy that makes a lot of shots anymore. All his nights are volume nights for Clay. It's not, hey, look at this night, Clay. He was 8 for 16. No, Clay has nights like tonight, 6 for 15, 3 out of 10 from three point range. Clay Thompson still scores 20 points a game, but he is a volume guy. And when you're a volume guy late in your career, you're not as effective. Steph is still scoring a bunch, but if he has, he has off nights, there's not a lot of guys that can pick up the slack because, look, Draymond's not who he was, and look, Wiggins had a big night tonight, but overall, hey, you know, the, the Andrew Wiggins, hey, this guy's a superstar. Um, that hasn't been the case so far this mm-hmm. year, right? The guy's averaging 10 points a game. So you look at Golden State, and it's okay, well, they, well, they figured this out. Now you look at the starting lineup and go, oh, man, they got problems. Like, like they have problems here that, like, I don't know that another, adding another, short of adding another superstar, like, what do you do? You can't put everybody on the second unit, right? We're going to put Clay on the second unit. You can't put well, everybody I mean, there that's something got, more games. That's something they, got, they problems, got broached man. up there in the media in San yeah. Francisco. Right, just the last uh, couple of days, I know uh, he he got into it with a reporter. What do you, what do you suggest we do? You know that kind of thing. So it's um, a little bit contentious. You had uh, another Draymond Green moment tonight. He thought he took an elbow to the face. I think the replay would show pretty clearly he did not. Tried to flop and get a call. Instead, he got a technical. Uh, And so the usual hilarity ensued. But you're not getting much offensively from him, right? If you're going to get your 8-10 to a night, you're hoping that the defense and all the auxiliary stuff works out. In this case, uh, he had four turnovers to go against his three assists. Right, that cannot stand. Right, he he's got to be a guy that's helping facilitate the offense. Looney played 29 minutes, just four boards, two points, still a plus five on the night. But yay, uh, good for him. You mentioned Wiggins. This was uncharacteristic. He was efficient. He was assertive. He yeah. was a guy that had himself a great game. And they built a huge lead and then watched it get chipped away in the second half. Uh, and wondering if the bench is going to be there to round out Clay Thompson. You know, there's a lot of basketball to be played. Like That's one of the things we we get into the moment of, wow, that's a huge loss. Well, the, we expect the Kings to be good. How about we yell at them for only being nine and six at this point? Uh, <laughs> four and one at home. Uh, big comeback win because what was it? Sixteen 
uh, at one point, you know, watching the lead balloon for, for Golden State and things looked uh, like it was going to be a runaway train. And instead, they chipped back and, and the Warriors, you know, the bench didn't give you what you were anticipating. The loss of Paul in this game, five minutes played, only two shots, a couple of steals before he left. I mean, that leaves a, a gaping hole. Peyton Jr. Uh, and Moody combined for 18 points, uh, but just three assists between them, right, when, when we're trying to find some other production uh, out of that second unit. So it, it'll be a curiosity to see if they can pull off a big move because they don't have the assets to do it. Right, that's yeah. the other part. Is you, you don't have that big chip that you're able to move out, uh, outside of finding someone who just likes the idea of having Clay Thompson on their team. <laughs> you know, and and just to, to finish the other button on Chris Paul, just to show you how how things are, have turned into a mess for the Warriors right away. Like he li- he limped out of the game tonight. And now you don't know. We don't know what's going to happen, right? Like I said, we got to wait and see what goes on. Sure. He's limited to five minutes tonight. Is watching this game down the stretch. The Warriors had a five-point, six-point lead with a minute and a half left to go in this game. And what wound up happening? Steph Curry with a bad turnover. Draymond Green with a bad turnover. That turned into a plus five for the Sacramento Kings, right? Curry turns the ball over, and Malik Monk makes a three to give him the lead, right? Okay, so now they have the ball back. Draymond Green turns it over, and or, or that, that put him to within one. And then Draymond Green turns it over, and Malik Monk makes the game winner. Like, this is where Chris Paul was supposed to be the guy. I'm here for the Settle end of the game, right? Sure. This is it, right? I'm, I'm the guy handling I'm going to find where it needs to go. It's not going to be on Steph to bring it up and have to worry about him dribbling around three guys and find somebody else. So missing him there is a really big deal. It's really tenuous for the Warriors. And I and, and while they had it figured out early on in the season, hey, Chris Paul coming off the bench, slowly you're seeing, we're just 17 games into the season. Hey, Clay Thompson, really, I mean, he, I, I don't know what you can count on him for other than a lot of shots every single night. Andrew Wiggins hasn't been the player he has. Like I said, he's averaging 11 points a night. Now, Chris Paul, you never know when he's going to be in the lineup and he's out. That's that's the thing about Chris Paul. When he plays, he still has it, but he gets hurt all the time. And you never know when it's going to happen. And now you lost him tonight, and clearly, had you had him at the end of the game, I, I feel pretty confident the Warriors would have held on to this. With Chris Paul in the lineup, minute minute 15 left in the game, and they're up by six, I feel like they would have held on to this game. They would have found a way to get to the free throw line and make their free throws, and they would have won this game. But no Chris Paul. Things are really tenuous for the Warriors, and it's happened in a blink. But this is this is the thing, Mike, what I always say about teams. When you get old, you don't get old over a long period of time. You get old overnight. It happens overnight. And I'm wondering if this is now the getting old overnight for the Warriors because you're now talking about here's all these guys that you're worried about and two of them are in their mid to late 30s and one is in is near 30 and maybe he's peaked already in Andrew Wiggins. It, I mean, really, there's a lot of concern for the Warriors right now, man. Look how old you've become. <laughs> but le- legit Legitimately, as we look at it, you're you're in year what, eleven, twelve for for Clay Thompson shooting a career worst forty percent from the field. They had eight more turnovers than the Kings did tonight, including as you mentioned uh, those abysmal efforts down the stretch. Now we do it all the time with the NFL. If you lose the turnover battle, uh, you're getting housed. And in the NBA, sometimes you can shoot your way out of it. In this case, you didn't. You didn't have either, 
right? You didn't weren't able to complete possessions, and you didn't have a guy to slow things down and force the action. Because they shot well when they actually got to the foul line. They were 26 of 30 on the night. That's something you're not going to worry about with this team. They take care of that end of business. But, yeah, younger teams, aggressive down the stretch, uh, you can find yourself into some trouble if you don't have someone to slow it down. So hopefully Chris Ball, for them, uh, he's not missing extended time, although it is the holiday, holiday, holiday season. <laughs> holiday, 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 holiday. Uh, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen live from the Tyrec.com studios. Uh, we'll get to those three superstars and, and uh, one team enveloped with all three of them coming up in a few minutes. We wanted to bring you this story first here because the game just ended very exciting at the end. Uh, you know, Steph missing that shot. You um, just hate Steph Curry. I mean, no, no, I don't. Look, I'm telling you, man. System quarterback. You're yeah, looking right. for yes. KNBR. Where's, where's KNBR? They're never going to call me for that interview, by the way. They're just never going to call me. Well, it's you won, won four titles, man. <laughs> uh, like... The... the in-season tournament mm-hmm. that is continuing on now yeah, in the go. NBA. Lakers already won it, right? No, no. And I think they got a buy into the finals. I think that's what it is for the Lakers. Gotcha. It's a buy into the finals for them. Uh, look, I know the Knicks won tonight, and they're in the quarterfinals. They put, but, like, I'm looking at this going, I don't even know. If you said to me, hey, who are all of the teams that are in? I, I couldn't get it off the top of my head. Like, who's all in? I would like, I, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. I know the Knicks are in. I know the Bucks are in. The Lakers are in. I give you a few deals. But I couldn't give you all these teams. It, it's it's just, I, I can't get over how the NBA has come up with a really good idea and and executed it in the worst way possible, right? We, we told you a few uh, uh, last hour on the show how the NBA is selling tickets, buy one, get three yeah. free for the semifinals and finals in Vegas, right? Because no one's buying tickets yet. Buy one, get three free. It's like I'm in Stephen Barry's. Uh, you know, Barry. it's so easy to have made this into something good, right? Because what do you not want to do, right? I know always the big worry, Mike, you always have when I have one of my ideas. You say, okay, well, when teams are missing games, what about the money? How do you make up for the money? No, that's right. They have this idea, and I don't know how big business comes up with, we're going to have this tournament. When are we going to have it? The start of the season. Is it going to be separate from anything? No. How are we going to know when a game is an in-tournament game? Well, we're going to have the the floor is going to be painted a weird color. Okay, what else are we going to have? Well, that's really going to be it. So all the games for like a week and a half, no, we're going to play a game, and then another couple of games aren't going to happen, and then we're going to get back to a game, and then we're going to play the semifinals, then we're going to play the... It's such a mess, and fans can't keep track of it, and it keeps the excitement at this at a very tepid level how easy would it have been to say okay in season tournament here's what we're going to do after the holidays we're going to play holiday 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 we're going to play the in season tournament it's going to be three weeks and we're going to play regular season games right these games these games can either count for the regular season record or not count but it doesn't matter because everybody gets the same number of home games and away games you know it doesn't matter if you want to count it for the regular season great if you don't want to count it make it a little bit more special that's fine too right we have 75 games for the regular season standings now that's fine you don't need 82 right but no one's missing anything you're go- you're getting all the home games everybody's getting their games their games are on that the game a lot of the games are on national tv and and you're going to get more money for it because it's more of an exclusive event and you play the event for three weeks 
and you have that you get to the semifinal, the the quarterfinals, the semifinals, the finals, and then you continue on with the regular season after. Right? It makes it look like a real thing and a real tournament with a trophy, and the players will be excited because we're all getting five hundred grand apiece if you win this tournament. Mm-hmm. It would have been easy to make it something like this, and yet uh, the NBA it's like they went out of their way. Let's make it the worst, most confusing, convoluted thing possible, and let's have a new idea and do everything we can to make it not succeed. I don't understand. Well, the short term is that you're going to looking to add more games that are non-regular season. You got to open up the CBA, just handing over $500,000 to the uh, players on the winning team ain't going to get it done. So, yeah, that that becomes a a bigger thing, right? If you're going to say, well, it's 82 plus now this tournament and we'll play it through. And, and yeah, it's it's not a ridiculous number of games, but you're adding 10% plus uh, to the schedule. They want at least 10 to 15% more in their paychecks. So you got to figure out all of that fun and excitement. So, uh, yeah. But if you're going to Vegas, hey, buy one, get three free, make some friends. Yeah, it's it's not that difficult. No, everybody's getting the, whatever you could. You're still playing the same number of games. Still playing 82 games total. It's just seven of these games oh. are going to be for this tournament. That's yeah, all. But see if four, you're pulling those out of the. Oh, see, yeah, it's 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 a whole other thing, man. No, that's a, that's an easy thing to do. That's an easy thing to have it go. Yeah, it's that's an easy thing. I, I would worry about that. You, oh, five, you're talking about 500 grand for 12 guys? Yeah, okay, that's fine. We'll fit six million dollars. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that's fine. That's fine. We'll we'll, we'll yeah, find I mean, that look, money somewhere. As, as long as it's staying at eighty two games, yeah, do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, but that's all. but I think that was part of the fight of well, how do we do this and keep it part of the regular season? And you and I just you, you and I just made just just made this tournament even better in the last four minutes than whatever they did planning this thing. No, in the I like season. the I like the chaos of it. <laughs> that I don't know. I'm going to tune in to to a basketball game, and until I see the court, I have no idea what the hell it is. <laughs> what is, is the it just court a regular like? game, or is it a playoff game? <laughs> <laughs> Exit out about a fresca, swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the TireRack.com studios. Uh, coming up next, we'll get into We had to talk about this game's exciting game at the end. We'll talk about one team linked to three big superstars straight ahead. Jason and Mike, TireRack.com studios. Maybe you'll hear holiday music. Maybe you won't. It depends on Alex Tyshirt's mood. This is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Dynasty the King. King. What's good, y'all? It's your main man, Michael Smith, esteemed NFL analyst and certified fantasy football legend. Allow me to present to you your new favorite fantasy football podcast, The Dynasty Exchange, hosted by my first-round rookie picks, Davis, Dylan, and Josh, three guys who most definitely know their stuff. They're the co-commissioners of the coolest and most cutthroat dynasty league you'll ever come across, the Yacht Club. And now they're the co-hosts of the most elite. Now make that the definitive dynasty program in the game. It's dedicated to only the most devoted of diehards, the guys like me who can't stay off sleeper in KTC. And trust me, you won't regret making the choice to follow their dynasty advice. Listen to Michael Smith Presents The Dynasty Exchange on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. 
Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts. Nope. <laughs> what the hell is this, Tysher? Yes! Just let it this? wash over you, Jason. <laughs> so Christmassy. It's not, that's not, not very holiday. No, I disagree. <laughs> holiday, holiday, holiday. It's a harsh score. I disagree. I, I completely disagree. I disagree. You spend a lot of time together with your family. A lot of people come to that kind of rationalization, realization of what they've gotten themselves into. Day three, it's like going to Vegas. Day three is not as fun, is it? No. Right. Maybe day four, you're finished. So what do we want to hear? My mix, my mix CD of Mariah Carey favorites, holiday favorites, or do you want to hear thrash music? Uh, guess what? Thrash. I can do both. Here we go. Let's listen. <laughs> Uh, we have a big NBA story coming your way in about five minutes. That is crazy. You can't, you can't get that out of your head now, though. Oh, you, the man, screaming a, is there in the third so level good. of I'm your gonna, brain. <laughs> I'm going to watch this video again. Uh, but we talked about this a few minutes ago. Uh, John Heyman uh, and, and a, a couple of other MLB insiders, uh, Ken Rosenthal as well as mm-hmm. weighed in on this. You're talking about the three biggest names available in some way this offseason, whether it's free agency or trade. Juan Soto, Cody Bellinger, and Yoshinobu Yamamoto, who was posted from Japan, and teams are going to start negotiating uh, for his rights. 25-year-old pitcher that you know, it could be the next great pitcher in Major League Baseball. And uh, John Heyman talked about this, and again, we're getting reports. The Yankees are going to be in on all three of these guys, and they expect 
to get at least two of them, which is stunning. And maybe the Yankees are doing exactly what I said. They need to be the Yankees. Why aren't the Yankees winning? Because they're not the Yankees. We're not going out and spending money and saying, damn the torpedoes, whatever it is, we're going to figure out whatever money we spend. We spend bad money. We're going to get out from under it. We're going to trade prospects. We're going to do what we can. We're going to be the Yankees because that's what the Yankees do. That's why the Yankees win because they're bold and they're aggressive. They don't drive the middle of the road. And when I had to hear Brian Cashman last week get mad and try to sell it. The Yankees had a great season on a great... Dude, you were four games out of last place. You're upset making it sound like we had a great year. You did not have a great year. You did not have a great year. The Yankees have bigger standards than everybody else, right? The Yankees, the Dodgers, the Cowboys, the Steelers, the Lakers all have bigger standards. And he's trying to sell us some, hey, no, we actually had a good year. But here it is. They expect them to land at least two of these or th- of, of these three guys, and you know what? To land two of those three guys, you're going to be over five hundred million dollars. You could be up, up to seven hundred yeah. million dollars with two of the because Yamamoto's probably going to get two hundred million. And if you're Juan Soto, if you're trading for him and you're going to sign him, that's going to be five hundred million dollars. So all of a sudden, maybe the Yankees are listening. Maybe I'm rebuilding the Yankee dynasty right here on the show with you, Mike Harmon. Well, you know what? We are uh, nationwide, the iHeartRadio app, all the 400-plus affiliates. I mean, it's going to be out there in the universe. People are talking. People are chattering. And and maybe Cashman, realizing he needed some help, he turned where so many have before him. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Herman uh, for advice, uh, career counseling, and all those things. Uh, And obviously Steinbrenner, you know, trying to figure out at this point what they are. You got a very difficult division, right? Because nobody's a rollover anymore. For years, you could count on the fact that the Orioles had a lot of guys that were prospects that were going to be never worse. That isn't the case anymore. That is a very young team that's going to be around and be a pain in the ass for a while. The Blue Jays are going to be around and be a pain. The Red Sox, they're always a thorn in your side, right? Just keep on going down the line, you know, within the division and, and across the American League. You know, there's there are plenty of contenders out there. So a, a reversal of fortune, you know, especially after Cashman's comments about Giancarlo Stanton getting hurt and all. Yeah, no, that'd, that'd be a very welcome thing for the Yankee fans to not be reminded of that fact and to maybe bolster that lineup and rotation uh, to give some support. Because pitching-wise, you had the Cy Young winner in Cole and not a whole lot else. Uh, from the lineup perspective, when your superstars are missing 30-plus games, look, Aaron Judge was great. His efficiency in the games that he played – Outstanding. Problem is, he missed a month. So, and, and you know, Stanton generally does as well. Uh, I'm going to try to be nice by using the word generally there. Uh, but, yes, yeah, certainly the long-term cost of it is huge. Absolutely immense. You know, $400, $500 million if you're going to bring him in. Bellinger's interesting, right? Comeback player of the year with the Cubs. Uh, he's been rumored all over the place. You know, this is a Where's Waldo kind of experiment. I've seen his name with about nine different teams uh, in the last 24 hours. The Photoshop photos uh, are all over the place. Hey, he'd look good in our uniform. He'd look good as the centerpiece here. And you bring in Shohei Otani. Well, no, no, no. Come on now. Let's not be silly. Uh, but And as for Yamamoto, I mean, what does he want, right? We get to the same question that we've had with Shohei Otani of, all right, what, what does he really desire? We keep hearing, all right, you want to win. 
is that I need that plus 500 million or I'll take less to go to a team that's actually ready to win or I'll take the short term deal in Anaheim and while I get my arm right. I, I think with Yamamoto, I wonder how much there there's a uh, connection to be made there in terms of comfort, acclimation, etc. You know, trying to read the tea leaves of how this plays out in terms of that process. You know, and the thing is, you know me, you know I, I'm anti-paying for pitching, right? But sure. of these three guys, he's the guy I go after. Because I'm not going to buy Bellinger, right? I'm not buying Bellinger after three years of not being very good. Suddenly, he's rediscovered himself in a contract year. And, hey, guess what? No, I'm not going to buy Matt's- that. No. It's hard to buy. Can't buy <laughs> Bellinger. Yeah, I think and- if the Cubs were smart, they'd just say, look, look at what you were able to do in this in this ballpark. Yeah, I mean, stay, stay here. Here, here's a here's a deal. I, I'm not. I can't go. It's it's too much of a risk to say, hey, now because I I'm gonna likely get the Bellinger that the Dodgers had for the three years before they let him go, and Soto is really tough tough for me too because what it's gonna take to get him, which if reports are, are right that the uh, the Padres want two top hundred prospects, which means in in a team you're you're gonna want two top eight prospects from a team, right? You're talking about top 100 Mm -hmm. prospects. Let's just say each team has three prospects in the top 100, right? So you you want two of the top three prospects that a team has. That's pretty steep. And then you're not going to trade those guys and not sign them long term. And Juan Soto's already turned down a $400 million contract. And that was a couple of years ago. You turned down. He's not signing for anything less than $500 million. That's what he's going to want. So the cost for that is immense. Plus... Do I want to spend that kind of money for a guy as good as he is? And Juan Soto's a really good player, right? He's got a good war. He's got a great OPS, right? In the end, Juan Soto's a guy, you look at what his career averages are. Just to give you an example, he's a career 30 home run, 100 RBI, 280 hitter, right? That's kind of what he is for his career. Now, just to give you, just to let you know, there's about 25 guys in Major League Baseball last year that put up around those numbers, right? Some somewhere around 30 home runs, 95 to or more RBIs, hitting between 275 and, and or higher. There's about 25 guys who did that last year. None of those guys are getting 500 million, right? I mean, uh, Olson, Otani, Acuna, Marcelo Zuna, Mookie Betts, Adolis Garcia did it, right? Austin Riley, Max Muncy at two twelve. I won't even put him on the list, right? You had Soto do it, J.D. Martinez, Corey Seager, Christian Walker, Ozzy Albies did it, uh, Rafael Devers did it, Francisco Lindor. You're counting like Francesa now. I'm, look, I'm, but, but that's I'm all you're doing. Twenty seven, twenty eight. I'm going through these guys. It all did. Freddie Freeman did it. Nick Castellanos did it. Marcus Semien did it. Right? Kyle Tucker did it. I'm still going. I'm still going with guys that are doing that. Nolan Arenado did it. These guys are all around 30 and 100 and hitting that way. So it's not it's not to say that Juan Soto is not a, not a really good player because he is, but he's not Miguel Cabrera, where Cabrera was hit 45 homers, knocking 130 runs and at 320. That's not who Juan Soto is, right? I'm not going to pay a guy to be Miguel Cabrera in his prime when I'm not going to get that. So, I mean, to, to if it was just one thing, but you have to give up a couple, two of your three biggest prospects and you got to sign them for $500 million, 
that's too much. I mean, so that's why of the three, I would go. And, and you know me, I don't like pitching as much. I like everyday guys, but the other guys are too scary. Bellinger clearly is scary, and 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 so is Wants. Even though it's not my money, I'm not making out. I'm not making out any 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 checks on it. Yeah, it's a really big gamble because what it's going to take to get Juan Soto to play for your team. Yeah, I, I think the the curiosity, and I only brought up Francesa one, knowing that Alex Dyshirt was going to be quick two, with it. But three, you just started reading four. off the full name. What about this guy? What about? I don't know the contract situations of all of those guys. But all the it, but none of those guys are getting five hundred million dollars. But, but none of those guys get five hundred million. You, you've got the name recognition. You've got the history, right? It's it's a repeated number, right? Those are career averages that you're talking about versus potential single season outliers. And Juan Soto is going to be available for you now. And so that's the question. Do you have a guy like that on your roster? If not, here's what it's going to cost to get you one that's available right now with the track record of doing this year after year, even in um, – Playing in a lot of ballparks that were not exactly hitter friendly, right? In the NL West, that's one thing you can say uh, about most of the stadiums. They are not the uh, the greatest uh, for going around and, and augmenting your numbers. So when we we look at Soto, yeah, known commodity. I like the the, the cut of your jib as far as the pitching side. You know why? Because we don't know what the hell he is, and as a major league pitcher, Bellinger, we've seen it. Had a nice comeback year. Fantastic. You saw the struggles. Soto, to your point, it is a $500 million investment. So, sure, it's, it's a nice big wager. This other one, whether it's two or, or 250 or whatever it gets to, it's what's in the box. Right? You can have this shiny new car or you can have what's in the box. <laughs> and let's watch some, some footage from overseas. Let's talk to a bunch of folks who have scouted and watched uh, his work overseas. And then we say, all right, how well does this apply to our situation here? And what does it mean for box office? If the box office goes anywhere close to what Shohei Otani has been on an annual basis, and I mean 50% of what Shohei Otani has been for the Angels for Major League Baseball on an annual basis, it's money well spent. The best result, the best game was probably Tim McMahon of ESPN versus Jason Kidd. That that was probably the best game tonight. So great because I'll tell you, Tim McMahon, who has been who has uh, worked for ESPN for a while, has been for you know for at least a decade or so, uh, got into it with Jason Kidd following the Mavericks win over the Rockets tonight. Uh, the Mavericks having a pretty good start to the year. They're eleven and six, and Tim McMahon, and we can't play it for you because there's too many bleeps in it because yeah, Jason no. Kidd curses so many times, uh, but Tim. McMahon asked him a question, ostensibly something about Kyrie Irving and, and talked about last season, which didn't go well for the Mavericks. And Jason Kidd got really mad and with a bunch of curses, talked about how Tim McMahon should write some positive stuff, write some positive blank. You're bringing up last year uh, and you only bring it up last year because things are going OK for us this year. Write some positive blank. Uh, you asked me a question. I'm giving you a blank and answer. Write some positive stuff. And it's a great back and forth, and it, it's all over social media, and it's really entertaining to watch. Again, if you don't like curse words, don't watch it. We're kind of uh, uh, summing it up for you right here. But uh, it's just really weird to see this back and forth and to, to see finally a coach just say, how about you write something positive? 
how about your instead of because I know negativity sells and we have too much mm-hmm. negativity in this country and you know Jason Kidd who's been had controversy following him around his NBA career he's the guy saying let's focus on positivity yeah, when Jason Kidd guys is telling you to be positive <laughs> you know and and in theory I agree with Jason Kidd's point because I'm not going to sit here and say I know everything Tim McMahon has written about the right. the, uh, the Mavericks and I, you know I know Rick Carlisle I think got into it with him when he coached the Mavericks for a while I'm not going to pretend to sit here and say this but you know really that's the thing is that we have to find it's really weird because I kind of feel like a Pollyanna is that we have to find a way to make positivity sell more than it does because in sports generally and breaking news you know that's the whole thing because whenever some, there's a breaking news story somewhere that's the, been the beginning of this genesis it's not a big it's not a sports thing it's not anything else but when you hear the phrase breaking news is it ever anything good Breaking news is always breaking news is always something bad. We have breaking news coming in, and you're conditioned to go, "Oh, something bad has happened." And and but what is it? I gotta know. And that has really been what sells, and and it kind of does. And when you get to now to, to compare it to sports stuff, it's like, okay, I could sit here and talk about how great Patrick Mahomes is, but how compelling is that? Hey, there's other teams that have issues, and maybe some people think this quarterback is good. This quarterback is not. This is something to talk about. It's hard to just sit back and say boy this guy is great this guy is awesome he's so good well where's the compelling thing i i know how good yeah. he is because i see him play every sunday i know patrick mahomes is great you gotta tell me something so it gets more difficult but i agree with the with the overarching point we got to find a way to make positivity sell. I mean, I know I feel weird about it. I feel corny, but I'm like, <laughs> we got to find a way to make positivity sell a little bit at some point. And if I like, could, I'd throw in F-bombs like Jason Kidd did. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I know Patrick Mahomes is good, but what the blank is wrong with his receivers? Why can't they catch a ball? What is going on here? Oh, there you go. There's Harmon. Harmon again. Mike Harmon, who Mark Cuban stole money from him, so that's why he's a little salty tonight. Hey, I'm the Cuban. nicest guy you're ever going to meet. <laughs> Mike eating ramen noodles. <laughs> Damn right I am. Exit out about a fresca. Exit Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Coming up next, we got a big time play that I come in your way. Keep it right here. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Come on. Live from the TireRack.com studios. Mazel, Jason. Thank you. Is this a holiday song? You damn Is right. Is it a holiday song? Getting closer. All right. Time now for the Progressive Play of the Night, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Well, you know me, Mike. I hate to say I told you so. And I really hate to say I told you so about this story because I hate the fact that I was right about it. You know, a couple weeks ago in the heyday and all the hubbub of Aaron Rodgers' practice, he's going to come back to practice soon. He's ready, going to come back. I told you, Aaron Rodgers is coming back. The Jets season is over. They stink. They can't score. They're not going to win six out of seven to close the season. They're done. And Aaron Rodgers had the carrot at the end of the stick for the Jets. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. And even as, as recently as a week ago, we heard, hey, I want to start practicing the beginning of December. And I, my target date is the 24th to come back to play. And I'll play the last three games. all around. And I told you, Rodgers isn't coming back. Because by the time he's finally ready to hit the field, the Jets are going to be 
four and eight or four and nine because they stink. Because the offense stinks. Because Zach Wilson stinks. They didn't do anything to say, hey, what happens if Aaron Rodgers can't play? Oh, we'll play the guy we benched for him last year. Like, in what world does that make sense? <laughs> where, oh, the guy that's not good enough to play, if he has to play, we're okay. That's stupid, right? It's stupid. And not only that, they, they refuse to move the system around to take advantage of what Zach Wilson does well. So, yeah, I told you the Jets season was over. But Aaron Rodgers coming back. Yeah. Here he is today from the Pat McAfee show saying that, well, upon further review, me coming back, I don't know so much about that. How about new? <laughs> here, That's here it. He, he just was. said it that easy. Yeah, that was, that was it. That was With an accent. Good. With an nice accent right there. That was it. Hey, you know, I'm paying you a million dollars, Aaron, to come on here and do it. Yeah, no, not coming. How about no? Uh, here's Aaron Rodgers from earlier today, and this is the play of the night. It's always been uh, first, am I healthy? And then, are we alive? Are we in it? Are we playing uh, good enough to make a run? Can I? You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Step in and, and protect myself and play the level that I feel like I'm capable of playing. Oh, so he's never going to play for the Jets again. If he's that's, only coming back, it. if they're going to he's never going to play again. He basically just broke the news right there, and, and we're parsing the words better than anybody else possibly could. He I has already said, I'm never returning to the Jets. I am that's looking it. for a new team. 
You know, it was just a few, a few days ago that uh, some insiders talked, hey, the Jets' <laughs> status in the standings doesn't pay any bearing on right, – he wants to come back no matter what. Probably because, hey, I want to be a medical marvel. I want to show you that I can do things that nobody else in the history of – of health is done. I'm going to come back after a torn Achilles like three months later. But now, oh hey, well the season's over. Well, I'm not going to do that. I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm not going to be that stupid to try to come back when when we're finished and risk an injury. Yeah, I could get reps in the offense and reps, but the whole season's finished. I'm not coming back to play. Yeah. I, upon further review, I've had second thoughts. He's not coming back. Right? I told you he wasn't coming back. He's not coming back. Right? This was it was a fool's errand to think so, and I like the fact that he threw it out there and wanted to keep everything alive and 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 you know and keep that out there hey just hold on be 500 so when i come back we can make a run win two of our last three or our last three games that was great but now he's hit reality and it's okay not only is the team bad the offensive line is terrible because joe douglas who is an offensive line guru can't get the offensive line right i told you the jets need a new head coach new gm right we talked about it last night they just do and so now now it's a much different two for Aaron Rodgers with, yeah, now a lot of things depend on me coming back. There's a lot of check marks out there. He's not coming back. He's not playing. All right, I wish he would. I yeah. wish it was, was different, but it's not. We're not going to see him until next year. And now it's hard for me to even get excited for next year because I'm saying, is he really going to play? Like, oh, it looks no. great in the preseason. Everything Is he really going to play? Is he really, How many snaps are we going to get? Five? Seven? Ten? How excited wow. can I really be about Aaron Rodgers? See, I was trying to get y'all positive, and, you know, we had the holiday, holiday, holiday music on and off all night. And, and here you are, Joe Pessimism, getting ready to go eat yourself several uh, large sandwiches to to push away your feelings for the way this story's making you feel. Hey, 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 I eat several large sandwiches. If I'm in a great mood or a weird <laughs> mood, I still eat several large there, sandwiches. There is something to be said for that. Um, but yeah, it, it's, a, it's a difficult proposition. You know, we did the, um, it, it, the preview of tomorrow's uh, I Watch Flex podcast. We came up with a list of 10 teams where you could start and you'd say, I'd only start one or maybe zero players. Guess where the Jets were for me? <laughs> so yeah. that's where you're at in terms of yeah. what you're coming back to Aaron Rodgers unless suddenly you can raise all of your band of merriment from seasons past from the dead <laughs> Jets yo raise them from the dead oh, exit out about a fresca exit swollen dome the Jason Smith show with Mike Garvin live from the TireRack.com studio. Mike, are you meeting Mark Cuban in an alley after the show? Or? <laughs> it's not going to be pretty, I'm going to tell you. It's going to get ugly. got to be words. Got to listen to the whole show. The Best of Podcast goes up on iTunes in about 10 minutes. Download it, rate us, subscribe us. We'll love you forever and ever and ever. Coming up next, my buddy Ben Maller. This is Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. 
This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.